Welcome back, everybody. You're listening to the EFT Healing Center Online Radio Network. Tap into your fullest potential. Starring the founder of the EFT Healing Center, Annabelle Fisher. I'm your co-host, Scott Patton. Hey, Annabelle, how are you doing today? Hi, Scott. I'm really good. Thank you. It's a beautiful day out there. It is. We've got some nice, sunny summer weather. Uh, I feel a little bit guilty about it because, of course... uh, there are hurricanes going all over the place and typhoons in Asia. And it seems like a lot of chaos in the world. Uh, yet we've got just a beautiful uh, summer day. It's, it's really nice. It is, yes. And I guess this is a reflection of the chaos because now we're entering the fall and we've got a full-blown summer. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Everything a little... A little out of kilter. And, and that brings us to, of course, our topic. Last week, we talked about clutter and how that can get in the way of a quality life and some of the reasons for it. And we promised that we would uh, go through a decluttering EFT session today. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I would love to do that with you, Scott. I think it's really important uh, that when people have clutter in their life, they understand that that is the symptom that's showing up. And I think that's what we were discussing last week, uh, that it it is no different to, for example, lower back pain or anger or smoking or a serious illness or uh, weight gain. These are the symptoms that are showing up. And clutter, as it stands, is usually um, a symptom of um, an event or series of events that have left somebody feeling powerless or traumatized and very fearful. Uh, So so it's very important, as I always say to you, to go back to the beginning and work out what may have led to how the person's feeling now. Cool. All right. So, yeah, and I've I've been trying to, uh, you know, think of different areas of my life that uh, I'm somewhat blind to because I, of course, don't want to see the clutter and... uh, (laughs) Uh, That's just, right. You know, and see where I am, uh, you know, really quite cl- where I'm hanging on to things, actually. And the more I just sort of sit with that, the more areas come up where, and I, and I believe I do, a, uh, I put an effort into, I don't want to say do a good job or a bad job, I put effort into removing clutter. Uh, but a lot of times it's, it's more other people's clutter uh, than it is my own clutter. So... Uh, <laughs> yeah, I think that's quite interesting, right? And what do you mean by that, Scott? Like, are there, what's going on for them that's kind of being projected onto you? Well, I had a friend who moved out of his apartment to live with his girlfriend, so because I had stored a number of boxes in his place for years, uh, not, not because of that, but he, I mean, he asked me if I would uh, store some of his stuff, and, of course, I, since he had been so helpful for me, I was, of course quite willing to reciprocate so for three years i have a little sawn in the back of my house that's packed of full of boxes that are not mine they're his and so he recently moved back into his apartment and we removed all this stuff and of course the funny thing of it is is as we're pulling it all out he's going through it like 80 to 90 percent went into the garbage Hmm. <laughs> so, so to me, that's easy for me to see, right? I got my friend's clutter in my sauna, which I'm allowing, and there's some interesting issues there. Uh, but of course, it 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 uh, 
because this is so cluttered, I don't have to look at the little bit of clutter I've got all over the rest of the house that, of course, doesn't look nearly as bad as my friend's clutter. Yes, because your focus is on his clutter. Mm-hmm. Yeah, very interesting. Yeah, so I've been thinking about my clutter and, and uh, realizing that I have piles and piles of stuff that I haven't looked at in probably a year or two years or three uh, that I'm hanging on in that just in case I might need uh, it for something. Yes, it's always that that could be useful. That that could bring me uh, happiness at some stage later, so I'll hold on to it for now. Mm-hmm. And it's interesting that you said earlier that uh, when he went back, he realized most of it was n- not useful for him anymore. Uh, and I noticed that myself uh, when I've moved uh, from different countries to different countries. Uh, the stuff that I've accumulated while I've been in those countries, most of which I don't actually need, um, I can get rid of before I move on. Um, And I think it's very freeing, but it's also quite scary as well. This is mine, and I I feel a a sense of control having all of this. Um, And this represents who I was and who I've become, so why would I want to just dismiss it and throw it all away? Exactly, exactly. Yes. So so with that in mind, um, I'd love to teach a technique, Scott, that I teach in my level three workshops uh, for people who are training uh, in an advanced way um, to learn EFT at a deeper level. Um, And it doesn't only need to be used for clutter. It can be used on hard to measure issues, hard to measure challenges. that where somebody feels stuck in some way, um, like for like clutter or procrastination, low self-esteem, weight loss, and I like to to incorporate this when it's hard to measure because often people call me and say, I've been using EFT to address my weight, but it's just not shifting. Um, So they may have been tapping, for example, on the disappointment or the frustration that they're gaining weight, but it's not really going to resolve very much because they're not really getting to the core of why they are gaining the weight. Or if somebody's tapping on uh, the frustration they feel towards themselves, or the lack of self-worth they feel because they're so stuck on something and they're not able to move forward. Again, it's not really getting to the core of why they're procrastinating, what it would mean to them uh, mentally, emotionally, physically, if they were to overcome that hurdle and move forward. Who would they be? How would they be judged? Um, Would there be further expectations upon them and so forth? So this is a great technique to use in those cases, um, particularly when somebody wants to move towards a goal. And, of course, that could be uh, financial abundance. Um, It could be improving uh, a career or a relationship um, and just generally feeling a sense of self-worth and gaining confidence. Um, And it's uh, really good in identifying the obstacles that are stopping the person uh, from getting what they want. Nice. Yes, and uh, so the first stage of it is really to focus on what it is that we want. So in, in, we're focusing on this podcast, uh, sorry, in this podcast on, um, on clutter. So, of course, w- what a person may want is 
to have a clean office space or um, a clean home or a tidy garage or whatever that is. Um, of course, it could go deeper than that. It could be I wonder, a really healthy, fresh relationship without any emotional entanglement, um, something like that. So what is it that we want? So why don't uh, we focus on you for a moment and uh, what it is that you want in the, in the area of decluttering your life? What do you want, Scott? Well, I have my, ki- well, my kitchen and my dining room are kind of one room. And uh, what I decided to do is where the dining table would be, that area I would make into my office because I wanted a nice bright area and sliding glass windows. I look out and I see these huge massive trees and a, a, a Japanese maple with beautiful red leaves. And I've got a little deck out there that I can go and sit for a minute if I want to break and that sort of stuff. So, And the kitchen part is sort of like a U. And one side of the U, of course, is, is, uh, cuts the room in half. And it's, it's, a, it's a counter. It's kind of a marble top counter in a U shape. And underneath it on one side is the dishwasher. And, but basically what I want to do is keep it clean. And what happens is from the wall, uh, papers and, and stuff that I'm working on uh, grow from the wall towards the end of the U, <laughs> okay? And it's usually, it's like a little pile, and then it's a big pile, and then it's two piles and two big piles, and then it's three and three, and, and then I'll kind of whittle it down to, you know, maybe one or one and a half, and, and it would be just so nice just to have that all gone. But, of course, it just continues growing. Okay, so you've told us about all the paperwork that's building up on those countertops. What would you want to see if you walked into your dining and kitchen room? Kitchen and dining room. Um, If it was exactly as you wanted it to be, what would it look like, Scott? It would be uh, totally clear. There would just be nothing there. Okay. And how would it make you feel if you walked in and you had clear countertops? What you were supposed to think of the entire It would. Uh, it would. I'd feel. Uh, I'd feel happy. I'd feel uh, uh, ready to get to work. Uh, yeah, I'd. Uh, I think I'd feel confident and uh, be ready to go. Great. Okay. And how will your life be different if you have that clear countertop, uh, easy, spacious work area, feeling happy and ready for work and confident? How would your life be different? Oh, I think I'd have uh, far more productive days. Um, Probably have more fun during the days. Um, let's see. I would have uh, less things that I was worrying about doing because usually all those papers mean, uh, you know, that there should be some action being taken on it and it's not being done. Okay. So if we turn that into a positive, would that, I mean, I don't want to put words in your mouth, but would it be that you felt more accomplished? For sure. I feel like there was more stuff complete. Mm. 
Okay. Anything else? Uh, no, that's, that's just about it. All right. So uh, for those of you that are working along with Scott and me, we've identified what you want, how you'll feel when you have it, and how your life will be different when you have what you want. So I, I'm going to read back to you what you've said to me, Scott. And I want you to rate the believability, because I'm going to be talking now as if this is your life. This is exactly how you're living your life now. Um, and I want you to tell me how believable it is if 10 was the most believable okay. and zero was, is not believable at all. So uh, this is your life now. I'm excited and delighted because I have a completely clear kitchen and dining room. I can see all of my work surfaces. I'm happy and ready for work every day, and I'm really confident. I'm much more productive. I have so much more fun in my days, and I feel really accomplished. I'm completing even more work every day. How believable is that? Well, I, I want to laugh because <laughs> I think, wow, that would be really, really cool, but I'm not really believing it. <laughs> what number would you give it if 10 was I completely believe it? Uh, three. Yeah, well done. Okay, so there's quite a discrepancy between what you want and obviously what your subconscious is um, in agreement to allowing you to have at the moment uh, because the way you're functioning right now is simply to keep you safe. Um, and even though consciously we may have started as stuck, our subconscious think protecting us. So what is that discrepancy there? What, what, was, what was the negative self-talk that came up as you heard me reading that out to you? It was kind of like, yeah, right. What, like, um, I could never, that will never happen. Mm -hmm, yeah, like, yeah, dream on. And why wouldn't it ever happen? Why would that be a dream? Never happened before. Ah, okay. And what do you mean by that? Well, I've had offices before, particularly when I worked as a manager of a grocery chain, that uh, were pretty clean and neat and uh, didn't really get me what I wanted. Oh, very interesting. So the clean space you had before didn't get you where you wanted. That's right. And where did you want to be? I think for most of that career, promoted. Okay. So what was the self-talk at that time then? Was it, well, look, I, I keep everything clean clean, uh, neat, organized, and orderly, and yet I still don't get the promotion? Uh, no, no, I don't, I don't think uh, that would... I think it would be more I keep everything neat and clean and organized, and there's still lots of problems that come up. So if you were to think about your lovely, clean work surfaces in your home now, 
uh, could that still be playing out, that tape still running, that, well, even if I, it was to be clean and, and orderly, what's the point? Because there's probably still going to be problems. Yeah. I think that would, yeah, it's like, oh, yeah, you do all this. It's like, yeah, you do. I do all this stuff. I keep it clean. I keep it neat. And then uh, still have issues that are coming up and problems that need to be solved, which, of course, is if I didn't, I'd have no work. But that's a different story. <laughs> you know? uh, but, yeah, it's like, you know, what difference is not going to make any difference. Okay. This is great because what I'm hearing is there's really no point to keeping it clean and tidy anyway. Right. Uh, or because certainly it's a, to that level. Yeah. It didn't really serve a purpose in the past, so what's the point now? Um, and this is what I hear a lot with my clients. Well, uh, the last time I did that, whatever that is, it really served no purpose to me. I didn't get the promotion, the relationship didn't work out, or I ended up losing my job, or I got sick, or whatever it is that they're talking about. So there, this, you see there's a fear of going back to what they perceive as going back to that stage because um, it won't work out. It'll be exactly the same as it was before. So that'll, that's a strong enough reason not to move forward uh, anyway and to stay in the stuck place. So would you like to do a little bit of tapping on this, Scott? You bet. Fabulous. Okay. So when you think of this, it, there will still be problems and it won't make a difference anyway. Um, what kind of sensation do you feel in your body as you consider that? Well, it was the bottom of my stomach was where I, when you were talking, that I felt uh, a sensation. And uh, it was kind of a depressed, despairing feeling. Mm -hmm. And can you tell me a number for that, if 10 was the most depressed and despairing you could feel about this? Um. Let's say nine. All right. So let's tap on that for a moment. Then we'll tap the karate chop point. Okay. And um, just before I start tapping with Scott, um, I need to read my disclaimer. Uh, so for those of you who would like to join in tapping with Scott and me, um, I'd like to ask you to uh, remember that I'm a licensed health professional and I offer EFT as an advanced EFT practitioner. EFT is not intended to be used as a replacement for medical treatment but can be used in conjunction and I encourage you to consult your doctor or therapist regarding your use of EFT. In choosing to tap along with Scott and me, you're required to take complete responsibility for your own emotional, physical, mental health and well-being, both during and after this podcast. Okay, so let's tap the karate chop point and they'll say this, Scott. Even though I'm feeling despair. Even though I'm feeling despair. When I consider a clean, neat workplace. When I consider a clean, neat workplace. I want to accept all of me anyway. I want to accept all of me anyway. Even though feelings of despair and depression have come up. Even though feelings of despair and depression have come up. 
about having a clear and orderly working environment. About having a clear and orderly working environment. Because um, it never happened before. Because it never happened before. And when it did, there were still problems. And when it did, there were still problems. So I want to accept who I am and how I'm feeling. So I want to accept who I am and how I'm feeling. Even though I have a very strong belief. Even though I have a very strong belief. That keeping my work area clean and orderly won't make any difference. That keeping my work area clean and orderly won't make any difference. I want to accept myself. I want to accept myself. And treat myself with a little more kindness. And treat myself with a little more kindness. Because I am doing my best. Because I am doing my best. Okay, so we'll go to the top of the head and we'll say this. The despair that I'm feeling in my stomach. The despair that I'm feeling in my stomach. And the eyebrow point and the depression. And the depression. And the side of the eye. When I think of that clean, orderly work area. When I think of that clean, orderly work area. Under the eye. And the clean workspace I had in the past. And the clean workspace I had in the past. Under the nose. And the fact there were still problems. And the fact there were still problems. Chin point. It didn't make a difference. It didn't make a difference. Collarbone point. All those problems were still there. All those problems were still there. And under the arms. And I worked hard to keep it clean and orderly. And I worked hard to keep it clean and orderly. And now the liver point. Um, so uh, I ensured that my work area was neat. I ensured that my work area was neat. Inside the wrist. I had a clean space in which to work. I had a clean space in which to work. Top of the head. And there were still problems. And there were still problems. And the eyebrow point. It didn't get me where I wanted to be. It didn't get me where I wanted to be. Side of the eye. So why would I bother now? So why would I bother now? Under the eye. Why wouldn't I bother now? Why wouldn't I bother now? Under the nose. I'm no longer in that job. I'm no longer in that job. Chin point. I am no longer that person. I am no longer that person. Collarbone point. I'm here now. I'm here now. Under the arm. So why am I seeing the world through that person's filters? So why am I seeing the world through that person's filters? Liver point. I refuse to continue living my life in that way. I refuse to continue living my life in that way. Inside the wrist. And I'm open to the possibility. And I'm open to the possibility. Top of the head. That because I'm not that person anymore. That because I'm not that person anymore. Eyebrow point. Changing what I do will make a difference. Changing what I do will make a difference. Side of the eye. I'm letting go of the need to stay stuck. I'm letting go of the need to stay stuck. Under the eye. Remaining in the past. Remaining in the past. Under the nose. I have decided to move forward. I have decided to move forward. Chin point with the intention that keeping a clean, orderly work area. With the intention that keeping a clean, orderly work area. Collarbone point will make all the difference in the world. Will make all the difference in the world. Under the arm, it'll be more than enough. It'll be more than enough. Liver point, it will enable me to work with ease and grace. It'll enable me to work with ease and grace.
inside the wrist, enabling my mind to be clear and focused. Enabling my mind to be clear and focused. Lovely. Let's close our eyes. We just take a comfortable breath. And just take a moment, Scott, to tell me what's going on in your stomach and that feeling of despair and depression. Um... And not much is going on in my stomach. <laughs> it's not really feeling uh, any fear or, or depression. Great. Uh, what were well, you said at the beginning when I asked you, it was a nine, that sense of despair. T- tell me what that number is now. Well, I'm having a really hard time uh, remembering what it was that we talked about. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so I kind of have to sort of go back to the, okay, uh, clutter in the house, clutter in the kitchen. Was, uh, I'd say maybe like a two. Okay, so a way to get focused, and this is very usual with EFT, we, we can get that amazing cognitive shift where the person is left wondering what the problem was in the first place. Um, and so you, you had kind of connected back to the past where you were working in a completely different field. Yes. And you said at that stage your, your desk, your office was clean, it was orderly, everything was put away, and it still didn't get you where you wanted to be. There were still problems. In fact, it didn't make a difference. And I think that's, as you told me that, that's when the despair came up. That's right. And, um, yeah, so there's not a lot of that left, really. Um, nice. Okay. Well, let's just tap out the, the remaining bit of, if the, even if there's a tiny nugget of despair, we want to let that go. So we'll tap the karate chop point and say this, even though I was filled with despair, even though I was filled with despair, I'm choosing to let all of that go now. I am choosing to let all of that go now. And I'm accepting the reality. And I'm accepting the reality of a new orderly and clean work area of a new orderly and clean work area even though it was easy to be filled with despair even though it was easy to be filled with despair i choose to put that behind me safely and comfortably i choose to put that behind me safely and comfortably and be open to the and be open to curiosity and excitement and be open to curiosity and excitement what will my new workplace look like what will my new workplace look like very nice and so we go to the top of the head any remaining anxieties any remaining anxieties eyebrow point about having a clean area in which to work about having a clean area in which to work Side of the eye, I choose to safely and easily let that go. I choose to safely and easily let that go. Under the eye, any remaining despair. Any remaining despair. Under the nose, that I may feel in my stomach. That I may feel in my stomach. Chin point, I choose to put that behind me. I choose to put that behind me. Collarbone point, any thoughts that this won't make a difference. Any thoughts that this won't make a difference. Under the arms, I choose to let those go. I choose to let those go. 
liver point, focusing instead on a clear work area. Focusing instead on a clear work area. Top of the head, and how much more productive I will be. And how much more productive I will be. Top of the head, when my mind is clear and focused. When my mind is clear and focused. Eyebrow point, and my body is in a clear and orderly space. And my body is in a clear and orderly space. Side of the eye, I choose to embrace this new. Uh, I choose to embrace this new vision of my work area. I choose to embrace this new vision of my work area. Uh, under the eye, and let go of the old vision that mm-hmm. I had had kept in my mind. And let go of the old vision I had kept in my mind. Nice. So we'll close our eyes and take another comfortable breath. And just tell me how that feels, Scott. Oh, it feels great. Fabulous. Yeah, I feel a lot lighter. I feel um, confident. Um, Yeah, I've shifted. Good. So what I'm going to do is read out to you your statement again and just tell me now the believability. So 10 is the most believable and zero is I don't believe it at all. Um, So we'll see how much that shifted. Uh, And we'll say this, I'm excited and delighted because I now work in a clear works area. I feel happy and ready for work every day and I'm even more confident. I have so many more productive days. I have even more fun. I feel much more accomplished, and I'm completing even more work every day. And what number would you give that as you consider it all? I would say uh, a 10, absolutely. That's the way it is. (laughs) It's a 10. (laughs) Fantastic. No doubts in your mind. No, it's like, yep, this is what we're doing. Very good. Well, I will check in with you and hold you accountable next week and see how that's going. (laughs) Yeah, I'm already thinking about where I can put all this clutter and what I should be throwing out and what I need. And it's it's funny how my mind is just all going to, okay, yeah, you got this stuff, but you got all this stuff here that you don't need and you don't need this and you don't need that. And you've been hanging on to this, but hanging on to that. I think uh, garbage day is going to be pretty heavy duty this week. Very good. I love that. And there's no resistance to throwing it out either, no. which is very, very healthy. Fantastic, Scott. Let's just um, uh, give a quick synopsis of what we've done. So we focused on something that you really wanted, and we, we wrote down how it would make you feel when you had it and how your life would be different. And then reading it out and really embellishing it and putting a lot of energy into the statement, we calculate, or you, you told me, so we calculated how believable that was. And usually the expectation is the believability will be pretty low. And then through... Um, through the next stage, we want to then build up the believability. So the next stage is working out all those, uh, that negative self-talk, all those thoughts that come in like, well, that'll never happen. Mm -hmm. And like you had said, oh, only in your dreams. Sort of don't be silly. How could that be? That kind of idea. So then that's when the EFT steps in and we use EFT to work through all that negative self-talk. And for you, there are a couple. For some people, there may be one 
big one, or there could be 10. It doesn't matter how many there are. Just work through each one consistently um, until it feels good and you're down to a zero uh, with regard to the resistance. And then go back to the statement and read it again and notice what the believability is then. And undoubtedly, it will have increased. Now, if it's not a 10, then you know that there's a little more work to do. Okay, well, what's stopping me now from achieving this? Um, and just go through it again, work through any resistance, any reasons why it's not um, an achievable goal for you in this moment. Um, and then when you're at a 10, then just go out and do what it is that you really want and deserve to do. Cool. So, Annabelle, I have a couple questions. Yes. So for, and I know that um, everybody listening to this, if you want to declutter your life, it's no problem. You can just, you know, write down, the, you know, basically what Annabelle said, answer your own questions, come up with your own statements, everything else. Probably, uh, unless you're very, very experienced at this, you'd be better off in terms of getting to things deeper and cleaning out things, decluttering more, uh, you know, because it's the kind of difference between... Um, you know, doing something, you know, an amateur painter and a professional painter, right? I mean, they're both paintings and you might like both of them, but there's definitely, uh, you know, major differences. Uh, but someone that's just doing it themselves, would, would they just, could they just, would they just be better off picking one kind of cluttering issue and deal with that or uh, trying to deal with all of the whole clutter as a, you know, like, okay, all my clutter, I'm just going to get, you know, do the AFTN or like, because we did just the clutter in one part of my office, right? We didn't talk yes. about my garage, we didn't talk about my basement, we didn't talk about my closet, we didn't talk about my chest of drawers or my, uh, there's, a, there's a name for a drawer that's just, you, my junk drawer. Yeah, junk drawer. <laughs> yes, I've got a few of those. No, you raise a very useful point. Thank you, Scott. Um, I think, as always, as you and I have discussed on many podcasts, it's vital that we're always very specific when we use EFT. Um, so honing in on one area of clutter is, is excellent because it's much easier to visualize for you your kitchen dining room rather than the whole of your house and the many different rooms and the garage and all the rest of it. So definitely hone in on one area. And it doesn't have to be physical clutter either. Of course, it could be mental or emotional clutter, um, however uh, you perceive clutter to be in your life. And work on that because, as we know with EFT, it has a ripple effect. So it will, although you and I work specifically on your dining room and kitchen, it will also have uh, a positive side effect on your garage and, and your junk drawer and all the rest of it. So it, you will be naturally overcoming the need to hoard and, and keep your place cluttered um, as a result of our tapping on one specific area. Okay, good. I mean, that, that's great. And also, another point uh, that you mentioned earlier, Scott, I mean, this is uh, something like clutter or procrastination, accomplishing our goals, breaking through Blocks. I mean, these are very complex areas in EFT. So I, I've given this as a tool uh, for everyone to use, and of course, it's incredibly effective. But uh, I think it goes without saying that using it with somebody who, who's experienced in the techniques uh, will get far 
far more effective and permanent results as well because it's that objective perspective coming in. Right. I think that's really important. Yes. Cool. Well, I feel, uh, like I said earlier, lighter and happier and uh, that sort of stuff. So I'm really excited and thank you very much for uh, helping me begin my process of decluttering. And, You're most welcome. <laughs> and if somebody else wanted to know uh, more and how they can, you know, maybe take decluttering to another level in their lives, what should they do? Yes, please come and visit my website, www.theefthealingcenter.com. And I've got a number of articles on there, um, plus audios that you can listen to. And, of course, I do offer a complimentary 30-minute phone consultation that you are most welcome to, uh, to take up. Of course, I also have, at the end of October, the EFT gathering coming up. Please go to www.canadian.com. CanadianEFTGathering.com. We have a fabulous lineup of speakers all talking about their particular areas in EFT. Um, There there will be a lot of information gained and great networking experiences. Awesome. Well, thank you very much for joining us, everybody. We look forward to seeing you next time on the EFT Healing Center Online Radio Network. 